the Penguins took five out of... <laughs> Let me start that over again. The Penguins took three out of a possible four points on their trip to New York and Montreal. And if I sound like I was along for all of that ride, there you have it. What I had in my mind, actually, when I started with five there, is that they dominated five out of six periods. That's what Jamie Alexiak told me last night in Montreal. And, yeah, I flew back this morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DKPittsburghSports.com filling in for Mark Madden today. Mark has the day off. He'll be back next week. Alexiak chose to look at it from the standpoint of the periods that they owned, the overall territory that they owned. And I get that. And he wasn't downplaying, and none of the Penguins, believe me, were downplaying what happened in the third period in New York. It was a mess. I described it in my column today maybe three different times as a debacle. That word gets misused a lot. It wasn't in that case. That was just a, a joke, what ended up happening there at the Garden. But I'll tell you what. Out of these last 48 hours... I honestly believe that the Penguins are going to be better and stronger for what occurred. Not just from the you know the standard, oh they learned their lesson, they'll be a lot tougher for it if you it, it it's that but it's also some more tangible things. I'm going to give you a couple examples of this. Mike Sullivan had an option after the game in New York. He could have reamed them out right there in front of all of us. He could have, you know, given the the Michelle Terry and, oh, these guys, they soft speech. He could have done that. And you know what? Especially in front of the New York media and everything, it would have played huge, right? He didn't do that. He said very matter-of-factly that that third period's not who we are. Okay, so it sounds like he's just kind of letting it go, right? So they fly to Montreal overnight. That's the way those things go on those charters. And there's no morning skate uh, at the Bell Center. Everybody kind of, you know, they sleep in to some degree. But he calls, Mike Sullivan does, a team meeting at the hotel. He has them come down, assemble in one area, And they went over the New York game. They went over it. This is at a hotel. This was over a thoroughly meaningless, or at least close to it, outcome or result for the Penguins. He could have just let it go. I mean, think about this. Since January 1, they've all been tremendous. They had just won four out of their previous five. They just had that beautiful game against Dallas. He could have just said, you know what, it's one period, just let it go. But that's not who he is, and not because he's a hard-ass or whatever. It's not that. It's that he finds and seizes opportunities for real teaching moments. He won't just look at the scoreboard. He won't even just look at the shot clock or the advanced metrics and say, you know what, I think we're doing okay here. He saw one thing that ended up being a collective for the entire group and said, I 
I, I can't risk this happening again against another crappy opponent the next night. The Rangers, uh, what two-thirds of these guys were Hartford Wolfpack. The Canadians, I don't even know who these guys were. Looking around at their roster, I, who were these people? Even the players they do have, Carey Price or whatever, they, they weren't even playing. He couldn't risk it happening again because then they have four days off, and now you got to think about it. And then they're going back up to the island next Tuesday, and you're going to face a desperate Islanders team. He wanted to cut it off right then and there, so he did. He had this meeting. They get to the Bell Center. Sullivan has this uh, this media session with the the five billion French reporters and everybody and everybody gathered around him. And I asked him. Again, giving him that that opportunity. You know, I'm not trying to egg him on or anything. I want to give, if he has something still to say about the New York game, let's hear it. So I say to him, Mike, is there anything at all to be gained from addressing the New York game today again with your players? Now, I ask this having no clue at the time about the hotel thing. And he proceeds to say, yeah. There is. And he talks about the hotel meeting. Brought it up for the first time. Tells everybody. And you tell the French-Canadian media that is telling everybody. Because it's now, it's not all over Quebec. It's all over Canada. It's all over the, the hockey world. He didn't embarrass anybody. He didn't publicly criticize anybody. He said that our leadership needs to take care of it. He didn't criticize his captain. He didn't criticize his alternates. Said they need to take care of it. There needs to be some accountability from within. It can't just be me coming in here and yelling at everybody every day. And they go out there, the Penguins do, and they, they looked awful for the first 10 minutes, okay? And, and, and in fairness here, Montreal, which doesn't really have any players or whatever, they at least skated really hard for the first 10 minutes, and they got one lucky goal, another good goal. And it looked like this was going to be... You know, oh no, you got to be kidding me. Not after a meeting at the hotel. There's no way they're going to lose this to these guys, are they? Well, they didn't. Because Phil Kessel comes down and scores a good goal off a wonderful pass by Brian Rust. They all start feeling it a little bit. They outshot Montreal 37 to 14 for the rest of from that point onward from the time that it was 2 nothing in the Canadians favor they gave it everything they had they put it all out there i don't care who the opponent was i don't care really that much about what the circumstance was but mike sullivan sent them a message again not so much from the intangible oh no we need points immediate type of thinking he sent them a message that look if you're okay all 20 of you, with what happened in that third period in New York in which all of you participated and all of you were guilty, then that's a very real problem because that's not going to allow them to have any success in the playoffs, never mind winning a third consecutive Stanley Cup. That's what the broader point was. That's why he's Mike Sullivan. That's why he's a championship-level elite, to use one of his favorite terms, coaches in the National Hockey League. Because he saw something that might have looked like it was this big to us, 
but he has his pulse on the finger of that locker room. He knows everything that's going on in there. Jamie Alexiak, to conclude this, told me after the game last night, and remember, Alexiak started the season with another team, and he was playing for Ken Hitchcock, totally, totally different kind of coach. And he said that he'd never really seen a guy like this. He knows when to push you, and he pushes you hard. But when he's doing it, you don't feel like he's your enemy. You feel like he's doing it to help you. And sometimes some coaches will say things like that, and you think, ah, they're they're full of it. With Sullivan, he gets these guys to believe and to understand he's actually with them, even when he's being harsh or authoritative or even away from a public setting, critical. He'll let them know. He'll let them have it. That's I'm telling you, the number one reason that I believe that the Penguins have a chance at winning a third consecutive cup is because they have this man behind the bench who won't accept the fatigue excuses, the back-to-back excuses, the idea that other teams, he hates this one, are faster and younger. He hates when somebody suggests that the team's faster than the Penguins. He just thinks the Penguins can just skate harder. And actually, they probably can. I believe that he believes that they can win a third Stanley Cup as presently constituted. And because he believes it, I'm positive that the players themselves believe it. And he handled these last 48 hours absolutely beautifully. Take it from someone who was there for both legs of that trip. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Would love to hear from you on this subject. Anything at all related to the trip, these last two games that might have bugged you, that you might have liked, and what you thought about it as a whole. Because let's be honest, I'll tell you this, when I got on a plane for New York when this trip started, before this trip, I thought, wow, here are two most meaningless games I'm going to cover. Like, in any sport all year long. And I honestly don't think they were. 412-333-9939. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DKPittsburghSports.com sitting in for Mark Madden. Here on your home of the Pittsburgh Penguins, 105.9 The X.